Raise your hand if you now are prescribed deodorant. You have to use prescription deodorant. Oh, just me? Yeah, um, I am now prescribed deodorant. Things have gotten strange. Uh, here's the sound that I was making before I was prescribed deodorant. So, <laughs> welcome to the show. Episode 10, kids, of Newman the Podcast. I'm so glad you came here to be with me today. We're going to have a little fun. We got some calls. We got some things to talk about. Uh, thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. It's back to school time. Hey, it's back to school time. And you know what that means? School fundraisers. School fundraisers are going to happen, and people are going to be shilling for their kids. Can I tell you that my life is infinitely easier and better when I adopted a rule? And this rule, my friend, uh, my friend Mike, came up with, and I and I adopted it as my own. I will buy. Girl Scout cookies, Boy Scout popcorn, I will buy potted plants, I will buy wrapping paper, I will buy sports things, I will buy anything for a school fundraiser from a co-worker or a friend if the child, the student, asks me themselves, I buy from the kids I don't buy from parents who have come to work with the sign-up sheet. If your kid comes to me, I'm buying. Let me get them. Let me get them tag-alongs. Let me get them thin mints. I heard some of the country they're called uh, uh, they're called caramel delights, and in some company part of the country they're called Samoas. Did you know that? Don't get me started on Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. Don't get me started on checkers and rallies. Why is one caramel delight a Samoa somewhere else? You don't think we got respect for the Samoan people? I'd do a haka right now. Polynesian culture is beautiful. So bring your rugrat to me. And then... I would like to see a little home training. I, would, I want some eye contact. I want to smile. I would like a, excuse me, sir. Or, hey, Mr. Newman, remember me? I'm Aiden, Braden, Jalen, or Kalen. Because <laughs> that's the only names. I would like you to buy this house plant, these poinsettias for Christmas. Absolutely. Hayden, Braden, Jaden, Jordan, and Kalen. Um, put me down for three. Give me a white one. Give me a red one. And give me that right and white and red mix one. It's good to have rules. It's good to have order. It's good to not have your dad do the door-to-door sales stuff that you're supposed to be doing. 
Scoop and the Podcast is brought to you by our podcast network, ScoopPods.com. Yes, ScoopPods.com. A database of awesome podcasts that you will like as well. Go to ScoopPods.com. Oh, wicka wicka, I got a voicemail. I hope it's from a peacock with a big tail. Mr. Newman, it's Matthew O'Sullivan again. I'm looking at your vision board here and I see Beer Hockey League. So I got a question for you. Who's your team? I'm a diehard Rangers fan. I've been for, for a while now. I love my Rangers, but uh, you probably might have seen my post. I, I uh, got a Las Vegas Golden Knights jersey. I said early in the playoffs that they won the Stanley Cup, I was going to get a jersey. So I got a Mark Stone captain's jersey with the Stanley Cup patch on it. And uh, I want your take on that, too. Am I a traitor to my team? I always call Vegas my Western mistress. So uh, that's my questions for you. Who's your team? And uh, am I a traitor? Thanks, bud. Love you. Thank you, Matthew O'Sullivan. No, you are not a traitor. It is okay. To love two teams. If they're not in the same division. And they're not. You have West, you have a West Coast team and an East Coast team. I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Um, when I was a kid, I uh, was enamored by the play of two players, Matt Sundin and Ty Domi, were my two favorite players. So I was a, I was a, I am a Maple Leafs fan through and through. I also really like the Boston Bruins. And they're, they're, they're too close for comfort. <sighs> Felt good to say that. Listen, um, I get criticism like this as well. I have two baseball teams, two Major League Baseball teams that I love. And when I say I love them, it's not like I like like other people say. Like I would I feel a deep love for both of these teams that I would I would trade my life for these teams. <laughs> I love the New York Metropolitans Baseball Club. I love the Mets. And in equal measure, like someone with two children, I love the Boston Red Sox. Do you know why I love those two teams? Because I was a kid in 1989. Listen. You have to trust the little compass you carry with you all the time. You know what that little compass is called? It's called your heart. And guess what, Matthew? It always points north. I love the Mets and I love the Reds because I hate the Yankees. There I said it. <laughs> I love Fenway Park and I love City Field. I miss I miss Shea Stadium. I can do both. I have enough love in my heart for two teams. And I think you have that much love in you as well. I love, I like the Rangers too, man. The first time, the first time I got, uh, like I could, it dawned on me, like when I was a very early adult, that I could just go places if I wanted to and I didn't have to check with anybody. <laughs> I drove straight to MSG. I went straight there and I saw Gretzky in his office. And it was one of the best times of my entire life. So 
No, um, I have I have a similar conundrum. Um, my childhood NCAA basketball team, of course, the mighty Kentucky Wildcats. Well, on December 29th, my actual alma mater, I didn't go to Kentucky. My actual alma mater is coming on December 29th to historic Rupp Arena here in Lexington to play the Cats. What do I do? There are two wolves inside of me right now. One is the heartbroken 12-year-old boy after the Duke Blue Devils ripped out the Unforgettable's hearts. And my dad, to console me, put me in the car and drove me to the airport by the charter, the charter jet gate to stand there. So when those guys came off the airplane after getting beaten that heartbreaker, that I could tell them I was still proud of them and they were still my heroes. Do I, do I go blue head to toe? Or am I true to the school that shaped me as an adult, that shaped me as a man, that gave me the tools for my entire life? Am I true to my childhood or am I true to my school? I'm torn apart. I don't know what to do. I'm going. I'm going to be there on December 29th. I'm going to be in the lower arena, and I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm conflicted. Do I change at halftime? Which half? I don't know, man. I think we need to be more accepting of polyamorous sports relationships people have. I read a tweet that said a guy will pick his favorite sports team when he's 11 and then just just be, make it upset him for the rest of his life. I don't know, man. I might be in the same spot you are. Go Rangers, go Knights, go Mets, go Red Sox. F the Yankees. I've been married for so long I forgot that I used to break up with people at the drop of a hat. Like, I'd send you packing. I broke up with a young lady. We'll call her Renee, because that was her name. Um, I broke up with her because she exclusively ate crunchy granola bars. And I prefer Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, the, yeah, let's just call it. I broke up with a girl <laughs> one time because... Her dog, that was my bust of JFK that hit the ground. That's what she just heard. Because her dog had weird rust stains under its eyes. Like, you know, those weird rust tear stains. And I just, at where I was in my life at that point, I just couldn't couldn't take looking at that dog and rusty eyes anymore. You know, that doesn't happen to Chocolate Labs. But one time I was at an airport. I was at LAX. And my girl and I are getting ready to get on a flight. <laughs> and she hands me her passport. Like, hold on to this. So I flip the passport open. And the name on her passport is not the name I've known her by. First or last. I remember being taken aback and I remember just saying, who the 
fuck is Deborah? Who is Deborah? Your name is not Deborah. And she said, well, yeah, legally it technically is. Now, we've been together for a while now. At what point do you say, by the way, my government name is Deborah? I tell you what, that was half of it. The other half is she had a scar in the middle of her chest. Um, like a decent scar. And she refused to tell me the origins of it. I said, hey, what is that giant scar in your chest? Like on your on your breastplate. What's that giant scar? She said, I got stung by a bee. You ain't get stung by no bee, Debbie. Now I'll just put up with anything. <laughs> My wife could stab me, and I'm like, no, we're good. We're going to work it out. I'm not trying to buy no lawyers. Just be who you are, Debbie. Eat chewy granola bars and go on Amazon and get rusty wipes for your dog's weird, weepy eyes. You could not, you could not pay me. There is not enough currency in circulation to get me to go back to dating. Hey Newman, uh, this is Ryer, and I'm standing on the side of the road because I've had my fourth car break down this week. My work car, my car, my wife's car, and now my parents' car, all broken down. All for different reasons, it seems like. Clearly, I'm cursed, but looks like I need to get some sort of new vehicle. So, um, what do you think? What should I get? What's a good, reliable car that I should get that apparently I, I can't break? Yeah, that's it. Hey, Ryder, thanks for the call, man. Sorry that's happened. That sucks. I've been there. I like I like used cars. My wife gets a little irritated because instead of buying one $20,000 car, I buy 10 $2,000 cars. Um, Michigan, right? Lake Michigan, so you get lake effect snow. Let's get you a Subaru Impreza. Let's get you a Kia Telluride. I'll tell you a car that comes in four-wheel drive for your lake effect snow that you get in that godforsaken uh, tundra that you live in. Uh, it's a beautiful place, by the way. Holland, Michigan is beautiful. Um, I, have a, I have a car that I've had for going on the better part of two decades. I can't kill it. I can't murder it. I've tried through neglect, through using it as a hauling vehicle for like boats and trailers, through just taking it through the paces, man. I cannot kill uh, my Dodge Nitro. Check out the Dodge Nitro. It's a small SUV. Um, maybe like a Subaru Outback, an all-wheel drive Subaru Outback. Um How about, oh, you know what you would look cool in? Like an older model Land Rover. Like one of the Land Rover Discoveries. 
if you're looking for a used car. One of the old discoveries with like the safari top. Oh man, that's got Ryer Appledorn written all over it. Um, man, that sucks that that happened to four vehicles, all for different reasons. That that's a run of bad luck for sure. Um, I have AAA, and 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 that is uh, hopefully you have AAA because I I love and use it quite often. Um, my electric car ran out of batteries the other day, and I felt like I had to take up for all electric cars everywhere. <laughs> and I couldn't let the shame of me having poor battery management cast a pall. But I, honestly, think about an EV. I didn't, that, that's perfect. There's, there has four moving parts. So there's not a lot to break. Um, man, thanks for calling. That's fantastic that you, that you called, but it really sucks the circumstances. So I hope, I hope you get everything worked out. Um, my man. And, uh, what about, ooh, get a truck. What about a Chevy Colorado? Like, oh, those are cool. A Chevy Colorado. How about, oh, have you ever had a Volkswagen? Uh, not Volkswagen. Have you, I've got a Volkswagen. Have you ever had a Volvo? Volvos are little tanks, too. Get a, yeah, you're a knight in shining Volvo as far as I'm concerned. Uh, their safety rating is out of control. Let me just say, in all the years in my former life, that I had to deal with automobile accidents or, or collisions, as they've taken to call them now. All my time of dealing with automotive collisions, um, I've never seen a Volvo of any make, model, or kind involved in an accident where the driver went to the hospital. Like, you, like I, Volvos, you're going to walk away from it. So I think I I can't say enough good things about Volvos, even though I don't have one. I used to I had one. Um, I was a Volvo guy for a while, but not I had a bad experience, but with a person, not a Volvo. Um, look at Volvos. All right, man. Hey, call us back. Tell us what you picked. Oh, this part of the show is called filler. I want the show to be exactly thirty minutes long. And I was 45 seconds short. So I'm going to vamp for 45 seconds. This is where an ad read would go. But I don't have that kind of reach. I have traveled to so many different foreign countries in the last three months. I have crossed 14 international borders in three months. Four months. 14 borders in three months. I've done that so much that the targeted ads on all my podcasts are in French and Portuguese. Okay, Nick, 50 scoops of shade here again. Um, I have a question for you. I know it's been like a few years since I last saw a baseball game, but since when? Do they have police officers on the field? Um, I was just at a game last night, and I noticed that for the first time ever. So, But, like, it's been, like, since before, you know, the quarantine and everything that I last went to a baseball game. So I know, like, some of the rules have been changed and stuff, but I really, that's the first time I've seen police at a sporting event. But I guess that 
baseball is probably the only like major sporting event I've ever attended live. So maybe it is common, but anyway, maybe you want to talk about that on your show. Um, sounds like an easy, a pretty fun gig to me. Hey, 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 yes, Sarah, I did. I did. So I did some research. And I asked uh, law enforcement uh, after after this question, I asked them about the increased presence at baseball games. They said Major League Baseball games usually get five or six uniformed police officers from the local um, uh, jurisdiction that the stadium is in uh, all the time for not just in the in the crown, but on field, they need to be on field. That is for, uh, the protection of the players in the NCAA, which is the national collegiate athletic association. That's the, the basketball, uh, university basketball and, uh, football and other sport governing body here in the United States. I know you're calling from Canada. Um, they are concerned with students and it's a habit students have here of rushing the field or court, after an upset, after a team that an underdog at home beats a heavy favorite, the, the student body rushes on to the floor or the or the playing surface. It is extremely dangerous, especially for opposing players. Um, so that, uh, if you see it at a college or university game, it's to prevent rushing the field. Um, I was also told that sometimes because of the uh, making sports gambling legal, um, there are credible threats that are often made against players, usually because someone's lost a large sum of money on their profession, on their, on their performance on the field. So usually it's because a credible threat has been made against a player and they've received a death threat or a threatening email, um, a threatening um, communication. So it's for that purpose. Uh, and it's just, uh, so if they're on the field, it's to protect the players. If they're in the stands, they're there to protect you. Uh, is there is their line that they'll give you? Um, it is a sweet gig. A lot of those are not normal shifts. They will get, because um, it's if you're not interested in the game or you're not interested in the environment, you don't want to be there. If you're not a sports fan and you're a cop, uh, those assignments will be overtime, is what I was told, is that they will provide extra, like it's a way for a cop to make a couple extra bucks working over their 40-hour uh, hour allotment, is working overtime at the ball game. And usually if it's a major league game, you get to go for free and you get to make a bunch of money, so it's really not hard to get people to sign up for those. But that, what a great call, yes! So um, it may have seemed like... Uh, like your local baseball stadium, the local ballpark has been turned into a military state. But uh, more often than not, it's because if you saw a lot of police officers over the normal four or five, there's been a credible threat against one of the players. What a great question. Yeah, keep them coming. Dang, kids. That went fast. Am I getting better? Or am I just getting more voicemails? Listen, the voicemails are making this show possible. Please call me at area code 
888-999-9337 and leave us a voicemail and help me make this show. You're helping a young podcaster. I'm not that young. You're helping a new podcaster live out his dreams. You can go to Newman1313 at Instagram or at Newman the Podcast on Instagram. I have both. You can leave me, if you can't call me, some of my uh, foreign listeners. I got listeners in Denmark. Hey, Denmark um, listener, I got something to ask you. Um, can you reach out? Yes, you, the person in Denmark. Yes, you. Can you reach out on my Instagram and send me a note and tell me that you're my Denmark listener? Um, I got listeners in Germany. I got listeners in the UK. I got listeners in Switzerland. I got listeners in the United States. I got listeners in Canada. I got listeners. Please, Someone communicate to me. <laughs> Last week, I got this show done, edited, and in the can four days early. This week, I'm completing it 45 minutes before it has to go live. <laughs> it's a bad sign. Anyway, reach out uh, at the voicemail, 518-350-9337. Send me a direct message on Instagram. Reach out and find me. Uh, Instagram, I'm at Newman1313 or at Newman the Podcast. Uh, go to T Public. Go to those and click on my T Public link that's there in the bio of my Instagram and go buy a t shirt, my little kumquats. You could buy a kumquat t shirt. Hey, would you add proud kumquat to your um, social media bios? A lot of you have like Therapod and Scoop and all kinds of stuff. Can you put Proud Kumquat or just Kumquat in your um, social media bios? Will you tell a friend that you know about a cool podcast that they would really like with a guy who's insecure and confident at the same time? Call me. The only reason I'm still doing this 10 episodes in is because of this voicemail idea that I have. Call me. I don't care if you've called the show before. Call again. I'll make you a co-host. You call four times, you're a co-host. I'll give you a producer's credit. I have other homework for you this, this week. Because you and I are going to meet right back here in seven little days. And we're going to do this all over again. Uh, I have other uh, homework for you. Do you know, I, I, the homework is to just be a good person. I got caught by a social the social media internet scam. I gave my credit card number to a social media scammer. And I shouldn't have, and I feel so dumb. I'll talk about that next week. I, I just wanted to be able to say it out loud because it makes me feel better. It's like therapy. I got caught. So... Thank you all. This is this is great. I love being here and and seeing um, that that people are actually deciding to listen to this. Um, if you could hit download and subscribe, that'd be awesome. Or just keep doing what you're doing. I'm thrilled. Um, if you're in the car with somebody and they're a weirdo, play this and maybe they'll like it. Because I guess I appeal to weirdos. Go on Amazon Prime and watch Cocaine Bear. That's your homework. If you didn't see Cocaine Bear, watch it. It's free on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime Video. Go watch Cocaine Bear. And then when you come back here next week, I'm going to tell you the real story. Because that happened here. 
and I'm going to tell you the real story that uh, apparently Elizabeth Banks isn't that concerned about because she didn't tell the real story. That's friggin' awesome. So watch Cocaine Bear come back, and I'll tell you the real. I'll give you the real, real. Ooh, I might name names. I used to work for one of them. Yeah. Yeah, son. I ain't afraid of the mob. Actually, I'm very afraid of the mob. Please leave me alone. Um, what else do I want to tell you? I want to tell you to go to zucchinismagicshop.com buy a gag gift or a magic trick. What else do I want to tell you? Look into the government's definition of non-biologic material. And biologic material. Non-human biologic material. Um, send me $8 to my Venmo. <laughs> it's like I'm on a highway and I just can't, I can't find the off ramp in my fuel gate, fuel light is illuminated and I can't find the off ramp and I'm just barreling down the road. All methed up in my big rig truck. And when the little kids give me the little honk honk sign from the back seat of their dad's car, I say, F them kids. No honk honks for you. you a honk honks are earned, not given. Hey, seven days, uh, come back. It won't be this weird, but it will be this awesome. New in the podcast, seven days from now. Latest. <laughs>